our skills that we have from the past, those we can take with us. So those we can take with us and transform. We can apply them in new ways to completely different jobs in completely different fields and career paths. And it is not ridiculous. It's amazing. And it's such an important thing to keep in mind when you are either trying to explore something new for fun, right? Just in life and to bring a little bit more joy to your life on a personal level, or when you are considering a new role and a new maybe career path for yourself. Hey everybody, I'm Julie and welcome to Women with Cool Jobs. Each episode will feature women with unique, trailblazing and innovative careers. We'll talk about how she got here, what life is like now and actionable steps that you can take to go on a similar path or one that's all your own. This podcast is about empowering you. It's about empowering you to dream big and to be inspired. You'll hear from incredible women in a wide variety of fields, and hopefully some that you've never heard of before. Women who build robots and roadways, firefighters, C-suite professionals surrounded by men, social media mavens, entrepreneurs, and more. I'm so glad we get to go on this journey together. Hey, everybody, this is Julie Berman, and welcome to another episode of Women with Cool Jobs. So this is number three in a series that I am doing called the Get Spark series, and it's all about learning how you can either interview women you know with cool jobs or who you admire, like maybe you found them on LinkedIn, you know them in real life, you look up to them because you've seen them at an industry event. It's about how you can figure out what lights you up. And um, I give you all sorts of tips and things to do to sort of introspectively look and figure out, you know, what are the puzzle pieces of you? What are the things that make time fly by? What are things that just make you feel alive and feel purposeful in what you're doing? So that's the second one. And this is the third one. It is all about trying new things and basically like playing imaginary dress up like kids do. And this, I'm doing this series because I wanted to teach you a little bit about what I've learned, not only through doing all these interviews, but then also starting my new business using Sparkotypes and just helping women and men, but mainly women, figure out what it is that you want to do in life and what you want to do more of, whether that's career, whether that's life and adding things like another hobby or shifting what you do in relation to maybe volunteering in your community or with your children. So this is such a great series that I hope, I really hope that you get so much out of. So in this third episode, we are talking about how you can try new things on, like how kids basically are really, really known for 
trying on and playing dress up. So they're trying on like these different personas. They're experimenting with how it makes them feel. So for example, you may see a little girl and she'll try on a lab coat and pretend she's a vet helping a sick animal. And then five minutes later, maybe you'll catch her changing into a tutu and dancing and wiggling around the room. And she's seeing what it's like to be a ballerina. And when kids are little, there's this permission in the process of doing this to try on how these different scenarios, skills, and characteristics of that job or of that role, how they make us feel. And we don't do this as adults. And it's something that I was thinking about because my middle child, who's four now, he last week was trying on a little tool belt that we have and goggles for his little handyman construction kit. And so we have like a workbench and, you know, we have all sorts of tools and he was having the best time pretending to like build things and fix things. And it was the cutest thing. And so that's how I actually got this idea for this episode, because as adults, we are not great at giving ourselves permission to try things on. And it actually really is to our benefit to do this because we can sort of go through these steps of seeing, okay, well, do we enjoy this? Does it make us feel alive? Do we get bored really quickly in in this role, right? Or in this type of job? Can we imagine ourselves going through the actions of this particular person and doing that particular role. So there's some really, really great application that we can take that we do as kids that we can apply to doing ourselves as adults. And a lot of times I was thinking about this, like, why don't we do this type of experimentation, this type of sort of play as adults? And I think a lot of it comes down to having certain fears that, you know, like, oh, am I going to look too silly doing this? Or am I going to fail? Am I going to fall on my face? Are people going to be like, wow, Julie, you were in a completely different field. Why are you over here now trying this? And like a huge example is when I started being a podcaster, I was before this, I was doing like way before I started out in journalism PR and I was doing some PR stuff. And then I moved into adult education and I was doing instructional design. I was doing editing for instructional design. I then was in adult ed and I was, I was facilitating classes for adults. And so it's like, then I shifted into being a podcaster, which I literally knew nothing about, was totally new to me. And we could talk about like, okay, well, am I even prepared at all (laughs) to do this. And I think the only thing that I knew that I was really prepared to do was have a lot of conversations with people because I knew I love to do that. And I was, I was good at that, right? Because I had done that my whole life. I always enjoyed doing that and um, that everything else felt totally new. And I had all these questions and it felt like this really weird transition because I had never, ever, even thought of doing something like this before. So, you know, that is also something else when we think about trying new things. One of the beautiful parts of Spark Types and why I love it so much, but also just in general, it's important to think about how our skills that we have from the past 
those we can take with us. So those we can take with us and transform. We can apply them in new ways to completely different jobs in completely different fields and career paths. And it is not ridiculous. It's amazing. And it's such an important thing to keep in mind when you are either trying to explore something new for fun, right? Just in life and to bring a little bit more joy to your life on a personal level, or when you are considering a new role and a new maybe career path for yourself. So now that we've gone through, and this is the third episode, we've talked about how to interview people who really are amazing and you admire what they do. We've talked a little bit about how you can find out what is important to you and what things to look for and consider in a job. And so this next step is really figuring out the experimentation and trying new things. And there are a few different ways you can do this. I'm going to speak very briefly about just a few. So the first thing is the matching game, what I've just called the matching game. And basically, you figure out specifically what lights you up. You can go back and listen to Get Spark series number two, what makes you feel energized, what makes time fly by. You've got this hard data, these specific details about you. So you can make some really great informed decisions to shape the questions and the answers that you come to about your present, about what you want to do now, and also about what you want to do in the future. So how you do this is you take a look at some of the women who you admire and think have super cool jobs. And this could be that you found her because you listened to my podcast. This could be because you talked to her yourself or you have heard about her as an industry leader in some way, like maybe you saw her in a magazine or you heard about her on the news or you found her on LinkedIn. And what you're gonna wanna do is you're going to analyze these different parts of her job. You're gonna write down some of the main parts of her job, the main responsibilities, the main characteristics, and you're going to compare those things with what you have written down about yourself that is important to you, that are those things that you're amazing at, that spark you, that are important to you in a work or life setting and that light you up. And so you're gonna think about things like, and I'm gonna go onto a list here, so jot these down if it's helpful. So who she works with and in what environment? What are her responsibilities? What tools and resources and tech does she use in her job? Does she have a lot of authority to make decisions? Does she work in an office? Like physically, does she drive to work every day? Does she have to commute there or does she work at home or is it a hybrid? Does she travel at all? And there are other factors, like if you can think of other things that are really important to you that you know about, go ahead and include those. And of course, you aren't going to know all the answers, but you can make an educated guess. And what's more, 
If you have not specifically spoken to someone who does this job, I highly suggest that you do um, what is called an informational interview. And I have a whole episode about this that I believe actually came out last year in 2021. So you have to go look it up. But um, I explained how to do an informational interview. I explained what it is. And it's basically simply getting information from someone asking to have a 15 or 20 minute chat with them and learning all about what they do in their job. So it's really similar to actually exactly what I do on this podcast. And the idea is you get to ask all the questions, learn about that specific job and find out, is this something that you like to do? And in that episode, I talk about my experience because in undergrad, I almost did a design degree. Like I almost learned how to be an interior designer. And I did that for all of like half a week. I found out between in the summer, I had done some informational interviews. I did two of them with two women in different settings. And then I went to class and I decided by the end of all that, that it was like, just not for me. I still love to decorate. I still love to think about things and like, look at pictures on Etsy and Pinterest and, and, you know, of course, Instagram about like, what are the possibilities of decorating? But this degree was definitely not for me. Once I found out the details about realistically, like what it entailed, what was it like? What was the environment? What were the different things that you had to do as part of the job? So that's really, really important. You can get a really realistic perspective. So I highly recommend doing that. If you have something in particular in mind, it can give you some of these answers. So you not only can compare, right, with sort of the things that you think you can actually compare with someone's experiences. And it's so powerful. And you want to go through again, and you're seeing what things, what parts of that job feel really aligned to you with what you love? Does it jive with like how you want to live in your values and some of those broader things? And it's really important to keep in mind as well that there are factors that we often consider that are in the job description or you find out through the interview process. Of course, salary, benefits, and especially if you have a family, right? There's some things like flexibility and schedule and other factors, but there are so many things that are not included in a job description. And so thinking beyond the job description will really help you find a job that sparks you or something like a hobby or something in your community that lights you up. So this is the matching game. This is like a really, really amazing tool. Another thing that you can do is to basically go directly to events and figure out, is there an industry event that you are allowed to go to as someone who's perhaps not in the industry, but to be able to look at the different things that they talk about, you know, whether you follow a certain path for half of a day, and then you follow another path, because oftentimes conferences, they have right, different paths you can take, maybe for people who are newer to the field, maybe for people who have a lot of experience, whatever that industry or path is, there's usually these types of events or conferences or workshops that you can be a part of. And 
I think this is such an incredible way as well to not only gain insight into what is it really like in that field? What are the things that people have challenges with on a day-to-day or a yearly basis? What are some of the industry expectations and norms? What are the things that seem so awesome about that industry and maybe where it's headed in the future? And is that something that you want to be part of? And this can apply again to a career, but this can also apply to like going to a knitting weekend workshop and being with other people who like to knit. And this is also such a great way to try to connect with people who are in this field who maybe you can ask to connect with later for like take them out to coffee or over a 15 to 20 minute Zoom chat and continue a conversation with them if it does interest you. So this is my second idea is going to an event, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, which is, I I think it's a little bit better to go in person, but if that's not possible, do the virtual option, see who you can connect with. I think it's so, so powerful. And these are just a few ideas for what you can do. And the important thing in all of this is to remember not to judge yourself as hard as that is, because I know I do it all the time. I'm creating this new business and I judge myself like I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. I've known many, many entrepreneurs and it is literally not anything I ever thought I would pursue. And yet here I am and I'm trying not to judge myself like who am I to be an entrepreneur and I have this little baby and I have two older kids and it's this whole new world that I didn't necessarily envision for myself, but I'm trying so hard not to judge myself based on what I may not or may have done in the past and to really allow myself to try this on, to try on entrepreneurship, to give myself grace and space to learn and grow, to be understanding with myself that just because I never imagined this as part of my future previously, it doesn't mean that I have to take that on now. Like I can try things on and see how it goes and see if I love it. And I think I, I think I will. Um, it's looking really promising, but just that idea of kind of giving yourself some space to dream and to think about your future, I think is really so powerful and so important because going back to that little kid in you who is like six or seven years old, We just were so amazing then at experimenting and living in the moment and trying something on and being playful. And I think that bringing a little bit of that mindset and that practice into our current lives as adults is such an incredibly powerful thing. And I hope that if you do try something new, right, if you kind of put on the clothes and play dress up and talk to people and connect with people and see what really lights you up, see what sparks you, that this mindset will help you to be able to embrace something that maybe you didn't envision for yourself in the past, but that could be really, really a powerful addition or powerful switch for you in the future. So I hope this was 
So helpful. I would love to hear any of your thoughts. Like if you try this out, it would mean so much to hear about your journey. Remember, you can go on Instagram at Women Cool Jobs, find me, send me a DM. I love hearing from you. And you can also go to my website, www.womenwithcooljobs. Thank you so much as always for listening. And I hope you're having an amazing day. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Women With Cool Jobs. I'll be releasing a new episode every two weeks, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you loved the show, please give me a five-star rating. Also, it would mean so much if you shared this episode with someone you think would love it or would find it inspirational. And lastly, do you have ideas for future shows or do you know any rock star women with cool jobs? I would love to hear from you. You can email me at julie at womenwithcooljobs.com or you can find me on Instagram at womencooljobs. Again, that's womencooljobs. Thank you so much for listening and have an incredible day.